0: Hey guys, welcome to the Tweed Coast Church Podcast. So glad that you could join us. Now prepare your hearts for another inspiring message from one of the Tweed Coast Church crew. Philippians 2. It it, it says this, this this will rock your world, these scriptures today. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Watch this, verse 6. If you understand theological term, this is called the kenosis. This, this, this next capital thing is actually when God Jesus set himself His godness aside. This is just this will blow your mind. Get ready for some brain explosions. Who, being in very nature God, this is talking about Jesus, did not consider equality with God something to be used to His own advantage. advantage. Rather, He made Himself nothing by taking the very nature of, watch this, say this with me, servant. Being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Watch this word. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Powerful Scripture, powerful Scripture. This this is really an upside-down kingdom. If you're in the kingdom of God, which we are as believers, if it's all new to you, God's kingdom is an upside-down kingdom. Well, it's upside-down, but it's actually the right way up. You see, if I'm to use a bottle here, the the kingdom that we live in, the kingdom of the world is is kind of like this. The kingdom of heaven, the, the kingdom values and culture of heaven, the one that we follow is actually right way up. The interesting thing is, is like this, you get poured out and sucked dry. But when you're like this, you get poured into and filled to the full and overflowing. It's the kingdom of Jesus. While we live in the world, friend, let's always be reminded that we're not in the we're in the world, but not of the world. The, 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 the theologians like Paul and James, who spoke about this, actually called us temporary residents. We're from another planet. It's a planet that is up when the world's down. It's a, it's a planet that is full of hope when there's no Hope at all. It's a, it's a planet. It's a place that belongs to our King, the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. And that is our prize. It was the Apostle Paul that says, keep your thoughts on heaven. Keep your thoughts on heaven because that is where our true prize and our reward and our focus really comes from. In this scripture, we see that Jesus became great. He was exalted. He was honored. But we can have a look, again, if you can put that up there, those scriptures, the first scriptures, how he actually became great. He became great by descending into greatness. That he actually became humble and obedient to God, the Heavenly Father, and he became a servant and he became great. That's the title of my message today for the next few moments is that the descent into greatness. Descending into greatness. Because it's is actually the pathway of followers of Jesus is a descent into greatness. Turn to the person beside you and say, come on and descend with me. You see, serving is God's pathway to greatness. That scripture, you just read it with me, that Jesus came. He was God, and yet he didn't take on his God. He didn't use the privileges of being God, but he laid them aside and became a servant. If anybody could have come into the world and made his demands on the world, it was Jesus. But instead, he came to serve. Now, I need to define you know, service just for a moment because we could be mistaken to think that service is just about mundane things. Or jobs that nobody else wants to do, well, I'm a servant. Now, I know those kind of jobs. I was a builder's apprentice. So for many years, my whole career was about sweeping, <laughs> digging holes in those, in those early years. Now, if we misunderstand service, we will think that, well, it's just that my lot in life, that I'll be great just by doing mundane things that nobody else wants to do. Well, I want to just break that thought for just a moment and take it a step further. Sometimes it does require that, but I've defined this thought around being a servant to be this. Being a servant is finding a need and feeling it, finding a hurt and healing it. As soon as you find a need and feel it, we begin to serve people. When we begin to find a hurt and heal that hurt through the power of Jesus, we become a servant. What I love about this is that we all have opportunity in our worlds to be a servant and to be great. Whether it's in a boardroom, whether it's in a schoolyard, whether it's on the work site, whether it's in an office, that we all can find a need and fill it we could all find a hurt and heal it i don't have to convince you you're wonderfully real authentic people that there is needs and there is hurt in our world today you don't even have to go down the street you just need to go next door and you'll find people that are possibly in one way or another empty of something empty of something in their life whether that be joy or purpose or meaning or or, or 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 love or acceptance and so this is our definition today of being a servant finding a need and feeling it finding a hurt and healing it, and this friends is our descent into greatness And really, that's the first point here: that service is a position of greatness. Serving is a position of greatness. Sometimes in in the church, we can be accused of, I think, sometimes not wanting to do great things because we, you know, we've kind of got this superficial humility, kind of got like this, the, the 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 you know, oh, I'm just you know, I just am. But Jesus never said, don't want, don't try to be great. In fact, let's read this scripture here. Matthew 20, 26. He's talking about two of his disciples that were kind of really ambitious. His their mom was really ambitious too. You know, James and John. Their, their mum comes to Jesus and said, Hey, Jesus, you know, can you get these two sitting beside you in heaven? Because they're really good. But, you know, they're really ambitious. And Jesus just flips it upside down. He says, it's not the way with you. It's not people that are great in my kingdom aren't people that lord it over other people or dominate over other people. He said, and this is what he said, instead, whoever wants to become great among you, I really pray that you want to become great. I really do. I really pray. Oh, that, that was an underwhelming response there. Maybe you're Maybe you're waiting for the whole point. I really pray that you want a great marriage. I really pray that you want to be a great man of God, a great woman of God. I really pray that there's beautiful spiritual ambition that comes into your life that you say, I want to be a great person that lives for the Lord Jesus Christ. But Jesus flips this upside down. He says, you want to be great. Whoever wants to be first... uh, rather go back a bit become great among you must be your servant and whoever wants to be first must be your slave just as the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many you see here's the thing of the first point here is that serving is a position of greatness Serving is actually not something that we do, but it's actually who we are. It's not something we just do, oh, I serve there, but it's who we are. We become servants. Once again, what is serving is finding a need and filling it, finding a hurt and healing it. We become servants in that process. We are so consumed in a world that is all about who? Me. So consumed with me. It's my needs and my hurts. Oh, you hurt me so much there's an offense taken, but the kingdom of heaven is all about the needs out there and the hurts out there. I get in such a full place, this is over all of us, when you begin to live like that, you begin to live a bigger generous life because no longer am I worried about my needs and my hurts being, you know, covered or, or met or whatever. I'm living a generous life. The Bible says that the world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy shrinks back. When we are so thoughtful of ourselves, you watch the things that come after. Anxiety, depression, fear, all of those things. When you begin to live the God kind of life, it says I wonder who even in this room needs some love. I wonder who in this place, in this workplace just needs an encouraging word. You become a servant and it's greatness I'm telling you. You are becoming like Jesus. You are becoming coming like the one that we follow, that he even didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. I I think about the All Blacks, which I'm going to go and say the best rugby union team in the world, even from an Aussie, because uh, ARU is in a state of dilemma. Do you know what happens with the man of the match? the man the, now the all blacks, let me say, uh, the all blacks are considered one of the great and most elite football teams and sporting organizations in the world amongst all codes, the all blacks, their culture that they have. Do you know the incredible honor of getting men of the match when, uh, on the All Blacks team. Do you know what the incredible honor and privilege, privilege that they get when they become men of the match? They get to clean out the dressing rooms. The man of the match gets to clean out the dressing rooms. Now, it's more than, I mean, all blacks have got a lot of money going from It's more than just them needing somebody to clean out the dressing rooms. It's their cultural bias of understanding that to be great, to be the greatest, is also being somebody that serves everybody else. That actually just comes in, picks up those rappers. You know, it's nothing more like being man of the match. and It's like picking up the tape, saying, you know what, it was a team effort. It was a team effort. You know, I got man of the match, I got the trophy, but I'm actually cleaning this up. Why? Because they're seeing the the moment, the power of being great and serving one and all. Is that good? It's a spirit. It's a spirit. The measure of a man, D.L. Moody said, the measure of a man is not how many servants he has, but how many men he serves. Once again, please, friends, remind us, I want to underscore this, I want to bold this today, that this is not just about, cleaning change rooms it's finding a need and filling it finding a hurt and healing it in the name of Jesus and that's when we begin to serve our world I've got to go really quick here's the second thought serving it's preferring of others it's preferring of others that's what service does it prefers others prefers it's not thinking of yourself less it's just thinking less of yourself it's not like, oh, I'm such a worm there. So, no, no, that, that's, just, that, that's just bad. That's just, God doesn't bring you into a low place of thinking about yourself or the world or others. But it's just thinking less of yourself and more, preferring others. Galatians 5, 13 to 15 says, It is absolutely clear that God has called you to a free life. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. Rather, use your freedom to serve one another in love. In love. Can you see how beautiful this dance is? It's actually a dance, the Fellowship of Faith. It's just like the Godhead, that we serve one another. We're called to this beautiful kingdom where we serve one another another. Today you had a band up here. They weren't up here for their own gig. They were serving you, their gifts. They were serving you, bringing you into the presence of God. There was a whole group of hospitality team that were out there that preparing to serve us. We serve one another. I hope you always feel that from your pastor that I'm wanting to serve you the Word of God, that we're serving one another. This is the community of love. It stands out. This kind of community stands out in a dark world, I'm telling you, where we prefer one another, where we love one another, where we honor one another, where we serve one another. I, I just love our, our, I've been thinking all this week because we're starting small groups this week. I just think about really the champions of this church. There's so many champions, R- really is. There's the kids team, there's so many elements of dimensions, but I, I I just been thinking this week about our small group leaders, our small group leaders who uh, you know, prepare and seek God and pray and, and clean their house or whatever it is to, to make a space, to make a moment where the Word of God, where encouragement can come. And they're serving one another. I encourage you, if you have not already, for this term, this next term, term two, to sign up, to register for a small group. Your life will be changed. Your life will be changed. Real life change happens in the context of relationships. And I'm telling you, as you step into that small group, God's going to do amazing things. I want the band to come. So good. God distracted me with the prophetic. Isn't that good? You got half a message, but God filled it in with the prophetic. I think about marriage, Pastor John and Lorette, how we serve one another. Serve one another. It's actually a wonderful place to be in that relationship where we're serving one another. We're actually preferring one another. The kingdom of the world is me first. Friend, I'm not telling you anything in, you know that's new to you right now. The kingdom of the world is me first. kingdom of God is you. And then the next step down is we you and, and you know what I never come second <laughs> when I'm in, in that order putting God first and then others first and then we first I never come second all the, re- the things that are required for my fulfillment are, are, are fulfilled uh, are, are realized are received when God's first and others are first and, and then we are first and that's just kingdom culture and what a wonderful thing to be a church that lives not like the world lives, but a, a group of people that live in kingdom culture and see His goodness come to our lives. And this is really the last point, is that serving actually points towards God. Serving points towards God. It, it really does. Not only do we become like Christ when we are serving others, but together we point towards god i i love this in matthew 5 16 in the same way that your good deeds shine out for all to see we don't get to heaven because of our good deeds we do good things because of what he's done in our lives now we're going to heaven amen let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father So when we serve our community, like we have done really from the start, you know, like we're we're an adolescent church now. We're an adolescent, you know, like nine years. It's like adolescent. But even since we've been birthed as a church, we've wanted to serve our community, to serve whatever we can do, finding a need. In the first months of us existing as a church, some of our friends, their house burnt down. Just over the back here, Kutchin Road. And what can we do? So we all put together. It was near Christmas time. Put together and overwhelmed them and their family with presents and with cash. And we, 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 we saw a need and we filled it. You as a church have gone far beyond, way beyond serving this community. I'm telling you, the direction of our church continues to be serving in this community. I was encouraged by a pastor this week, hearing these stories who serves God in a pastorate out west, and he found a need in his community where farmers, uh, you know, it was so dry, it was so barren, the land that he actually bought a Mack truck and filled it up with hay bales, went out to all these properties, giving hay bales to these farmers and food parcels and cash donations. He was serving his community we don't particularly need to do that on the tweet although we care and pray for people all around this great country but here's a pastor that just saw a need filled it saw a hurt and wants to be part of healing it you're such a wonderful church do you know what and our heart is to be great not great in the man's eyes not great in I mean that will come on and go you, you understand that how the world loves us or hates us, just like Jesus, they'll love us one minute and hate us the next. But in God's eyes, when we serve our community, when we serve our workmates, when us as a church serve our community, we become great. We point people towards Jesus in the goodness of heaven. Amen? Amen. I need to wrap up. These are the two things... I want us to move upon today's, first of all, thinking about some people in your world that, you know what, you can just serve them. Just ask the Holy Spirit in these last moments how, give me ears to hear, God, what you want to say about the people in my world, to see that need and feel it, see that hurt and heal it. Secondly, as a church, July 13th, Saturday, July 13th, the inaugural serve day for Tweed Coast Church, we decided this year to do something different with the way that we do projects in our community. And last few years, several years, we've been doing projects that have renovated people's homes, single ladies' homes, single mums' homes rather, and Kazarina Hockey Club, a whole lot of practical things we've done in our community. What we wanted to do this year is do several projects all on the same day. So we're thinking about different projects. We're looking into a family fun day in the local detention center at Ngunanbar Valley. We're, we're looking at aged care, uh, visit, people visiting a local aged care facility. We're looking at small little renovations to be done on some surf clubs around this community. Some June care projects and another school that we're looking into that needs just a, shiz, a shiz up, you know. There'll be several projects that we as a church and engaging with our community will be doing on July 13th. So put it in your diary. It'll be amazing. You'll actually be able to register in the same way that we register for our small groups in the next couple of weeks. So that will be just so powerful. But right now, why don't you just place your hand upon your heart. God's calling you to greatness. He's calling us to greatness. Don't shy away or shrink back from greatness. He wants you to be great. But he's asking you, who are you going to serve? Who are you going to pray for? Who are you going to draw alongside to and see their need and feel it? See their hurt and Allow God to use you to heal them. Right now, the Holy Spirit is just pressing on you people. He's pressing on you people in your world. I'm going to pray for all of us in just a moment. He's going to shift something in our hearts. As you're thinking about those people, those places, God, by His Holy Spirit, is going to give you faith. He's going to give you ideas on how through your life and through your skills, and through your abilities, you can heal those people's hurts and fulfill those needs that are in their life. will not you stand to your feet as we pray. Come on, all across this place. Heavenly Father, today, while our hands are upon our hearts, use us. Use us to point people towards Jesus. Use us, Lord God, in a profound way beyond what we can think, ask or imagine. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see, Father, those needs that are around us. Let us not be overwhelmed by the needs, but let us have faith, your kind of faith, to see those needs through your eyes, that maybe we might not be able to help everybody, but we can help somebody. I pray, Lord God, there'd be faith in our hearts today to heal the hurts of mankind body soul and spirit that on this church you would release an anointing and a grace upon us as individuals but also as a community of faith to heal the hurts of humanity For father we hear we hear our colleagues we hear our neighbors they might be saying something but we're really hearing what they're saying that they need a living savior so, Heavenly Father, use us in whatever practical ways, whatever emotional ways, whatever relational ways, whatever spiritual ways, to bring healing and wholeness to this wonderful land in which we live. In Jesus' mighty name, you agree upon that? Say amen today. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We pray that you are touched by God's Word. If you would like to know more about Tweed Coast Church, please visit tweetcursedchurch.com.au